We pray, Holy Spirit, give us your gifts so that we can serve one another, so that we can build up the body of Christ, so that we can reach the world. Father, we need your power. Holy Spirit, we need your gifts. And we thank you. Amen. Well, that's where we're going to go this morning in our time together. We're going to talk about something the Bible calls spiritual gifts. And we're going to do more than talk about it. During our refresh time, we're going to pray that the Holy Spirit would distribute to us spiritual gifts according to His will that we need to do the things on this earth that God has chosen for us to do. And we're going to talk about it by exploring 1 Corinthians chapter 12. You have these verses in your notes, so if you haven't got a set of notes, please get one today. And you'll also need a set of notes for what's going to happen during refresh. So uh, notes are in the back. Uh, You can get them while I'm talking now. And we're going to learn about spiritual gifts by pretending we are reporters. Reporters are always taught that they should search a story to find out the who, the what, the where, the when, the why, and the how. So we're going to do that. You're my cub reporters today. We're going to learn about spiritual gifts, 1 Corinthians 12, by looking at those six questions. So let's start with the what. The what of spiritual gifts. What are they? 1 Corinthians chapter 12 says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. And I say amen. I don't want to be ignorant about them either. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Spiritual gifts are special abilities that the Holy Spirit gives to Christians. They're different than talents, though the Holy Spirit also gives us talents. These are different. These are special abilities that you could not have otherwise that the Spirit of God gives to you to do. Their ministries, their activities, their manifestations, their their gifts that we can receive. And the Apostle Paul then starts to list what these gifts are. And I'm going to take you through the ones listed here, and then we'll look at some other ones listed in the Scripture. It says, For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. This is an amazing spiritual gift. What it is, is you'll be talking with somebody, and you'll need wisdom how to do something. And you can't understand what you should do. You're you're, kind of confused. And all of a sudden, a thought is dropped into your mind by the Holy Spirit. And it's like wisdom. It's, it's, It's the answer. It's what you didn't have, but all of a sudden you have. I can usually tell a word of wisdom when it's given to somebody, this gift is given. I'll be in a group talking to people. We'll say, well, we should do this or we should do that. And then all of a sudden somebody says, I think this is the answer. And we all drop our mic. It's like, that is definitely the answer. That is definitely what we should have done. We all agree. Why didn't you tell us that before? 
I didn't know it before. It just came to me. Ah, it's the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge through the Spirit. This is an amazing spiritual gift. This is where the Spirit of God lets you know something about something that you never knew before. I was praying one time with a young man, not here, so don't try to guess who it was, but I was praying with a young man in another church one time. He came up for prayer, and I said, how can I pray for you? And he started mentioning this area and that area, and when I'm looking at him, the thought came to my mind, nope, it's none of those things. It's something else he does in secret. So I pulled him aside, and I said, can I ask you a question? Are you struggling with, and I named this particular thing that just came into my mind. And he started crying. He said, I have been praying to be free from that thing. Thank you. How did you know? I said, well, I didn't know. I mean, just I, now I know. It's called a word of knowledge. And when God gives that gift to you, like with all these particular gifts, it's not that you can use that gift all the time. I mean, don't worry. I don't always know everything about everybody that I couldn't know before. So relax, take a deep breath. Nobody does. These spiritual gifts are given by the Holy Spirit. They don't belong to us at the end. They belong to Him. And then He dishes them out, doles them out. When you need them, who needs them? We need them now. You need a word of knowledge. You get it now. They're resident in the Holy Spirit, and they're given out as He desires to give them. To another, the gift of faith. Now, everybody has faith if you're a Christian, uh, but this is faith on steroids. The gift of faith, when God gives it to you, it's like, man, you, you are able, when everybody else is falling away, just to keep believing, to keep holding on, to keep saying, no, no, I, I'm trusting God for it. And everybody else saying, man, you're out of your mind. How can you believe after everything that's happened? God just gave that gift of faith for that moment because you need it, and he gave it. To another, gifts of healing. Now, we can all pray for someone to be healed, but there are times when God gives a gift of healing and you're able to pray and boom, it just happens like that. I was in another meeting one time, and at the end of the meeting, I was praying for people who were sick. I said, if you're sick today, just put your hand on whatever part of your body is sick, and I'll just pray, and we'll just believe God to heal you. So we prayed, and so at the end, I said, if you got healed, would you come up here and tell people about it? And so people came up and said, you know, I had a cold, and my cold went away, and that was cool, and we cheered, and, and uh, my back hurt, but now my back feels good, and we're all excited about that. One guy came up, and he said, I have been blind in this eye all my life and now I can see so I'm standing over there thinking uh, that's not uh, that's not like a cold got better <laughs> that, that you know that's not like uh, that almighty God you gave a gift of healing for this moment to do this for this person for whatever purposes you had on the earth for it to another the working of miracles now, we say everything's a miracle. Your eighth grader passed math. It's a miracle. Well, it's probably not a miracle. A miracle is when you walk on water. A miracle is when something happens that by nature cannot happen. It's a miracle. You don't see a lot of miracles happening, but when you do, you know somebody's been given the gift of miracles to do that at that moment. To another, prophecy. 
And that's when God communicates something to you that's a, a specific word for somebody else, a group of people or an individual. And when it comes, it's so, it's so powerful. It stirs them up or it builds them up or it cheers them up in such an amazing way that they go home like, wow, that was so cool. That was God speaking to me. To another discerning of spirits. Now, this is an amazing spiritual gift. I'm so grateful that this is available to Christians. It's an ability, no matter what somebody says, to be able to know what's behind what they said. They looked real good. They talked about Jesus, Jesus. But God just gives you this gift, and you realize, ooh, there's something either fake here or sometimes even demonic here. An ability to know that when there's no other way to know it. To another, different kinds of tongues. That's an ability to speak in a language you've never studied. It's a remarkable gift. It's used when the gift comes. It's used oftentimes as a prayer language where you just pray using this gift to God. And the Bible says it builds you up in your faith. It can be used out loud in a church. But when it's done, then it needs to be followed up by something called the interpretation of tongues. God needs to tell somebody else in the church what in the world that person was talking about in that other language that no one studied. So those are amazing spiritual gifts, but it's just a partial list. If we go down to verse 28, there's a bunch of other ones listed there. It gives us some of them that are actually gifts that people receive, and they become gifts to the church. It talks about apostles. The gift of being an apostle is the ability to pastor other pastors, to be a pastor over three, four, five other churches, to build those pastors up and encourage them. The gift of being a prophet is somebody who has a gift of prophecy, uses it a lot, but God then lets them use it a ton, and then they become a gift to the body of Christ. And then it talks about teachers. We can all teach somebody the Word of God, but a teacher is a God-given gift to the body of Christ that can really, when he teaches the word of God or she teaches it, we just like, wow, that's so helpful. And then look at these other gifts of the Spirit. There's a gift of helps. That sounds pretty mundane, doesn't it? Somebody else over here, they got, uh, God gave them for the moment a gift in healing. (laughs) That's pretty cool. God gave them a word of wisdom. What, What did God give you? I got a gift of helps. What does that mean? Well, that means I just When I see things that need to get done, I just jump in there and do them. I just get them done, and then uh, everything goes well, and people's lives get changed. You know, as a pastor, I'll tell you, if I could pick, it's not up to me, it's up to the Holy Spirit, but if I could pick what kind of gifts God wants to give out (laughs) to the people in the church, I'd say, Lord, give out the gift of helps to as many as you can. I believe that Daniel Day, Daniel, you in the back right now? I believe God's given Daniel Day the spiritual gift of helps. We show up here on Sunday morning, and anything that needs to be done, Daniel has already done it or is starting to do it at that moment. What an amazing gift. The gift of administration, ability to supervise and organize and carry out things that God wants to have done. Other spiritual gifts are listed in Romans chapter 12. Uh, The gift of encouragement, oh, so needed. The gift of giving. Now, if you were to ask me what my spiritual gifts were, which ones I used most often, that God used through me most often, you'd probably say, you know, teaching, pastoring, and, and, and yeah, but I think God gave me, when I was a brand new Christian, the gift of giving. 
I love to give. Now, I'm by nature a frugal person. Uh, I live on a budget, okay? Uh, I don't waste a lot of money in life, and I don't do that because I want to give a lot of money in life. I'd rather live on a budget. This is how God wired me with this gift so that I could give away more than I need just to, to live on. It's a gift. And I think God often ties it, not in my case, but other people, with the ability to make money, the gift of giving tied in, a gift of leadership. Very important. Gift of mercy, the God-given ability to feel compassion for the sufferings of others. Gift of service, to use your time and resources to help others. It speaks about the gift of being a pastor, which we all know and see, the gift of being an evangelist. It's a list of spiritual gifts. God can give anyone to anybody at any time. It's up to Him. That's the what of spiritual gifts. The who of spiritual gifts is the Holy Spirit. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as He wills. We're going to pray today for God to pour out gifts of the Holy Spirit in our lives. But we can't pray to Him and say which ones we want. Okay, It's not like, okay, God, here I am. Sign me up, prophet, pastor, uh, I want that gift of whatever. It says, as he wills, God who knows more than us, knows more about you than you know about you, knows more about what the body of Christ is all about. He decides, you know what I really need and how you're really wired and what I really, I want to give you this gift now to use for this season in your life to be a blessing to other people. He is the who. The why of spiritual gifts 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10 tells us, As each one has received a gift, each one gets one, then minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. The spiritual gifts are all about other people. That's why they're given. They're given for other people, not for us. Not for us to say, hey, look what I got, or look what I can do, or look what God gave to me. It's what can I do to help others by using this gift. Now, the, the way that Paul explains it is by talking about the body of Christ. And kids, you have notes today. Open up your notes. You'll see on the left-hand side of your notes is, are the gifts of the Spirit that I talked about. You can color some of those in. And on the right-hand side is the Scripture I'm going to read right now. So you can read that and follow along as well. So this is Paul's illustration about these spiritual gifts, about the why of them. He says, for as the body is one, and as many members, I got a hand, I got arms, I got feet. But all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit we were all baptized into one body. And we're going to do some baptisms today, Lord willing. Whether Jew or Greek, whether slave or free. And we've all been made to drink into one spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. Now remember the context here is spiritual gifts. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I'm not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? Now, that's weird. That's, that, that's not the point. Uh, the point is different ones working together for the good of all. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where would be the smelling? But now God has set the members, each one of them in the body, just as 
He, not we, he pleased. And they were all, and if they were all one member, where would the body be in trouble? But now indeed there are many members, yet one body. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you, no much rather. Those members of the body would seem to be weaker and necessary. Remember the context, spiritual gifts? Uh, that gift of helps <laughs> is very, a gift of administration, a gift of mercy is very, very much needed. And those members which we think to be less honorable, on these we bestow greater honor. But our, but our presentable parts have no need, but God composed the body, having given greater honor to that part which lacks it. Why? That there should be no schism in the body. All the gifts working together. But that the members should have the same care for one another. And if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now you are the body of Christ. Members individually. Are all apostles? No. Are all prophets? No. Are all teachers? Are all workers of miracles? Do all have gifts of healings? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? No. The why is each one helping the whole. Each one using their gift to help the whole. Well, what about the how of spiritual gifts? How does this happen? How do you receive spiritual gifts? How does it take place in your life? Well, it starts with verse 31. But earnestly desire spiritual gifts. How? I guess foundationally, you have to want to receive spiritual gifts. Earnestly desire it. Earnestly desired. Sometimes you receive spiritual gifts just when you are born again. God just gives them to you, and you can use them, and then some of them more than others, and then throughout your Christian life, you receive more gifts, you use them at different seasons, this gift, at different seasons, that gift. But definitely the Bible says that people receive spiritual gifts when they are filled with the Holy Spirit. In the book of Acts, when they were filled with the Holy Spirit, it says right after that, some spiritual gift emerged. Speaking in tongues or prophecy or something took place. Also, it happens by the laying on of hands. And this is really interesting. In 2 Timothy, Paul said this to his young lieutenant, his young uh, disciple in the faith. He said, therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you. How did it get in him? Through the laying on of my hands. So at a certain point, Paul laid his hands on Timothy, and the Spirit of God flowed through Paul, Timothy, and he actually received a spiritual gift at that moment. We call that an impartation sometimes. God just does that. So today, during our time of refresh, I'm going to be back at our table far in the back here, which is our uh, full of candles. I'll tell you more about that. I'll be there and some others. And if you would like to receive spiritual gifts today, then you make your way back there. Just pray the Holy Spirit will fill you. And if you have that and you earnestly desire, He will. And if you'd like to, ask me. I'll lay hands on you and I'll pray that God would impart to you some kind of spiritual gift. Could that be amazing? It could be. God could do something really, really cool. The when and the where of spiritual gifts. The when and the where. So when does God give spiritual gifts? Where does he give spiritual gifts? Well, the, the broad answer is he is God. He can give them anywhere. He can give them 
at any time. He can give them at the moment of salvation. He can give it later on in life when you're filled with the Holy Spirit. He can give gifts when you're alone. He can give them when you're gathered with other Christians. And again, part of our refresh time today is we're going to ask him to make the when and the where right here. And uh, I think God's very open to do that today. To those who earnestly desire to use them to be a blessing to others. Those of you watching at home, let me tell you something. I've been talking about our refreshed prayer time, and we're going to be praying for people. But God is not limited to that. You, wherever you are right now, sitting in your living room, I don't know where you are. But right now, if you earnestly desire God to give you spiritual gifts so that you can use them, this is key, use them for the benefit of others, then just open your heart up right now. Say, God, fill me with your Holy Spirit and be open to receive that. And when God gives you a gift, start using it. How do you know if you have a spiritual gift, if God's given you one? You'll know because of the results. You'll know because you'll start to see things happen in other people's life when you start to use that gift. There'll be a confirmation by the fruitfulness and by other people. So that's my encouragement to you. We're going to be shifting gears here in our service right now, but I want you to know at home that we love you. Thank you for your support, your gifts, your love, your prayers. You really are a part of our church family. We, we do long to see you all one day. Jennifer in uh, the East Coast, Michael and Irene there in Arizona. I was thinking about you guys this week. Uh, love you. Uh, Alan D. and Roy in California. We love you too. So God bless you, and we will see you then next week. Amen.